0: Oh, okay. Hi, everybody. Well, October 1st. Happy October 1st. And here we are. Who would have thought that September would have gone as fast as it did? But it did. So here we are, and it's okay. Um, and we're being kind of like called forth to go forth, you know, into this new season. And uh, kind of like the, go- one of the, got the gospel today, Luke chapter 10. And it's when Jesus sends out the 72. So, you know, things are going along pretty good and you know the disciples realized well they you know they have the original ones uh, the 12 the apostles and uh, well other people started getting in there and more and more and the the great excitement about jesus is they, they couldn't contain it they just wanted to go out and and start talking about it so jesus here you know is kind of like you know we're here in luke's version of how he sent out those first missionaries so to speak in a way so here we go so jesus appointed 72 other disciples so apparently other disciples, they weren't, the, you know, the apostles must have got to stay back. Um, Other disciples whom he sent out in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Now that's not too terribly exciting if you think about it. It's like, so picture, you know, here it is, you know, school started and kids are getting into school and everything like that. And, you know, I suspect that there were some parents who were thinking, you know, as they sent their kid out there, get on the bus for that first time. It's like, ooh, lamb among wolves. It may not be as good as we want it to be. Well, maybe that's not a really good example or anything like that. But the, But the bottom line is, You know, sometimes we just realize that the message that we have is not always going to be welcomed or embraced. I think maybe that's what Jesus was trying to say. You know what, it's just not always going to be, you know, everybody will think like, oh, that's great. I want to hear more and more and more. And basically kind of just let it go. Trust in me. Because he says, you know, carry no bag, money, sacks, sandals, you know, greet no one along the way. Well, that sounds kind of rude, actually. But I think the bottom line is, you know, you know, Let's get to the job. You know. Not to be rude or anything, but be open to those. You, this is what we need to be doing, so let's get there and get it done. Um, maybe procrastinating, which you know we all do a little bit of that, don't we? Anyway, so into whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this household. You know, that's a really key line in this passage. Peace to this household. Because spreading the gospel, living it, Being, you know, the gospel brings the peace of Christ. You know, and we can certainly use lots more peace. There is just far more hostility and intolerance and just frankly lack of charity and lack of of love. You know, peace, when we offer that prayer, when we enter into a relationship with someone else or another situation, really peace allows for the mutual building up. A good prayer to start any kind of relationship uh, with before we sit down and talk. It says, if a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on them. But if not, it will return to you. Well, you know, the bottom line is we can't force. We can't force our beliefs on anybody else. You can't force Jesus on anyone. You know, for whatever reason, they might now want to accept the gospel message at that particular time. Maybe they'll never accept the gospel message. Maybe some hurts or things from the past you know, are so bad or such, maybe their egos are so bad or maybe their focus on personal agendas are so bad that they just can't let go to see that there's such, such a, a beautiful love out there just calling them into this relationship. As a stay in the same house, eat and drink what's offered to you, for the laborer deserves their payment. Don't move around from one house to the other. Don't kind of be wishy-washy back and forth. But you know what? When you go into the community, it's okay. You know, you'll be welcomed. Stay with those folks. Enjoy their company. Get to know them. Again, we know that the best situations arise out of moments when we have taken the time to establish a relationship with somebody else coming in and just saying, oh, by the way, Jesus loves you, see you, goodbye. Well, okay. But if we come in and we spend some time with that person and they really see what we're talking about through our lives, it's a whole different picture. It's a whole different story. It says, whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you. Of course, in that situation, it might be the issue about dietary laws and all of that kind of thing. But I'd like to kind of put a little different angle to that, if I can, for the day here, is the thing is, um, be a gracious visitor, be a gracious guest. So often we have forgotten how to do that. We do hear about how to be a good host or hostess, to be hospitable to those coming to us. But we're not always so good when it comes to allowing that hospitality to really come to us. I had a situation one time, it was some years ago now, with the mission work I did in West Africa and Ghana, and I recall I was um, staying in, in this particular uh, rectory there in, in the Kumasi, in the, in the capital, and um, it was in this one neighborhood um, in this parish, and I remember walking around every morning, getting out at sunrise, and seeing um, all the people getting ready for the day. And they had these huge, huge ovens that they would bake bread in and all these charcoal things out in front of the houses on the street. They were starting to prepare their daily meals and that. But i got to tell you, the, 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 the smell of the bread was like, wow. It just wowed me so much, and I just couldn't believe it. And so one time I went ahead, and I, and I ran out early, and I thought, oh, this would be so nice. So I bought this loaf of bread, and I brought it back to the rectory. And then everybody came down. You know, there were a couple other priests there. Um, and uh, we sat down for breakfast to eat together, and the pastor looks and he says, where did this bread come from? And I said, oh, well, I did. Well, okay, just dumb American. I actually had no idea that I truly offended him because he didn't allow me to be a gracious guest. You know, I wasn't supposed to go out and get my own stuff like that. Um, And so... Very easily, quickly, the other two guys kind of took me aside and said, you know, here's the deal. Here's a few things you probably want to catch on to in our culture before you stay any longer, you know, so you don't make a mess like that anymore. Um, but we made amends, we were good. We ended up being good friends. But the, fo- but the point is, I guess my focus is, do we not always do that? Sometimes it's because we think, oh, we're not good enough for something like that, um, or we think little of ourselves than we maybe should. Do you know what? If God looks at us and thinks we're pretty good, there's something there. So anyway, learn how to be a gracious guest. Um, and then it says, the kingdom of God is at hand for you, whatever town you enter. They do not receive you. Go out in the streets and say, it's kind of interesting thing here. It says, the dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that we shake off against you. See? So I wore my sandals just for uh, this kind of talk here and uh, to do that in You know, it's not kind of like in your face, shaking the dust off the sandals and like, oof, too bad for you guys, you didn't want to catch on to what this is all about. But I think it's a little bit more for us as the missionaries going out and sharing. Because sometimes, the the bottom line is, um, when we meet some people who are perhaps too preoccupied with things of the material world or Um, things that keep people separated from understanding what love is all about, understanding the Lord, um, they're not always that good. Sometimes it's hatred, sometimes it's violence, they stick to us. And I think Jesus is trying to let us know, don't let that stuff stick to you. Don't let that stick to you. And sometimes when we minister, we try to minister with other people, and we might get some pushback or we might get some like, oh, you know, fine, this doesn't make you really feel really good about stuff. And you might get a little bit perturbed, but you might take on the same attitude. I don't know about you, but have you ever like started off a great day, like, oh, I'm so happy today, everything's great. And then you meet somebody and you say, what a beautiful day, and they go, what of it? And you're like, oh, okay. And then the next person you meet, you know, you kind of like carry on that attitude. So it's that, I think Jesus is kind of saying, you know, get rid of that kind of stuff. You know, get back to the basics. You know what it's truly all about. And in the, in the bottom line is, I think, as I mentioned, you know, we can't force Jesus on anybody. That's not what our faith is about. Our faith is about asking a person to come and see, come and taste, come and experience on your own, because that is the only true way. A real disciple, you know, is ever uh, is ever made. Uh, the way a person really ever truly comes into a relationship with Jesus. So, everybody, um, for today, maybe just kind of think about your own situation and maybe how we can positively pass on the message of our gospel as we enter into um, this great month October. So happy October, everybody. Talk to you later.